Call from mom. Answer it. Call silence. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey everybody, welcome to the first episode of Dr. Drew After Dark, where, um, well, first person to be abused on this show will be me, probably. We break down answers from our listeners, or questions rather, from our listeners. I try to answer them. We break down weird videos, as is the uh, the tendency on your mom's house, and this is, of course, an offshoot of that. And uh, we will analyze comedians who uh, agree to put themselves in front of me, so I can break them down a little bit. Uh, we are our, I'm delighted to be here. I'm delighted. My first guest is Christina P. It's boom. a deep, it, boom. It is a deep honor. You have no idea. Are you kidding me? I You're the deep so honor. excited. And Christina is the kind of person I want for this show because not only is she a brilliant, talented comedian, cameras were starting to warm up and she leaned over and she goes, uh, how do you feel about people that are in a scat form? <laughs> How do you feel about that? Yeah. I'm, I'm, what do you think? Who's what, in the sky? What, 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 what do, do you think? think about McAfee? I mean, when, he had Latin ladies dumping in his mouth. Think about this. When people, he wants to run for president. When people ask questions like that, I think you, I'm already getting overheated here. I think to myself, <laughs> I love it. I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> you, it's your your friend is in the scat form, <laughs> no, Christina P. No. This is going to be the best podcast in the history of podcasts. Uh, Yours, I, Dr. And, Drew. And I, I want to remind everybody: you, you can subscribe and review on iTunes. Also, check us out at youtube.com slash your mom house podcast your mom's house podcast uh friday this video will go up every friday so you look for it there and we want you to participate in too you can send in emails i'm going to read some emails in a second voice messages we're going to have call in eventually and of course videos where do they send the videos yeah where do we send that uh, uh blue band yes yeah, send them over to dr drew after dark at gmail.com and uh if you don't want me sharing them with your mom's house specify because oh, we'll have point. secret ones here, because yeah. your most uh, sensational masterpiece is no doubt will get ripped <laughs> off by you guys. So, and vice versa. I want to use some of your stuff. So, uh, again, I, I want to thank you and Tom for allowing me to Are do you this. Are really a privilege. Me? Where did this, how did this happen? How did this come to mind? Are you kidding? I mean, it's, look, I've been listening to you for a million years, and thank I think you. you're just one of, you're, you're a great public service to humanity. And Why am I here then? <laughs> it did not seem like the place. It did not seem like Why the Why are you here? You're here because we loved it's having you here. so much on your mom's house and the audience loved you and loved your reaction to the clips and you you broke down what was going on in these clips that we all fell in love with. And so we thought, why not just give you your own show where you can be horrified every week by the clips we're enjoying, break them down and tell us what the heck is going on. And, and not just horrified, to be fair, by the clips themselves, but also your calls, your emails and, <laughs> and the comedians themselves. And the people who listen to this show. Yeah. yeah and so... We'll get into it. Let's, uh, our first segment, we're going to go to, uh, to fan questions, we're okay. calling it. You can email us at drdrewafterdark at gmail.com. Again, drdrewafterdark at gmail.com. Or call, leave a voicemail. The number for that is 818-253-1693. Again, it's 818-253-1693. 
First question, Christina can help me with this. Is sure. High and tight is the title okay. of this one. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, from Megan, I have a serious question. Is there okay. any medical risk to wearing your jeans too high and tight? I don't want to disappoint the mommies, but I also want to put don't want to put any of my body at risk. I, I, right? Yes. The answer is, I'm not a medical doctor. Well, you've had experience with well, high and tight, no? Have you seen, oh, heck yeah. Okay. Have you seen Cardi B's Instagram where she just had to take her tight jeans off? Yes. She's her, like, these she, be squeezing my pussy. Yeah, pussy got to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> pussy breathing, as I believe what she said. That's right. Wow, yeah. you're a huge fan. I didn't realize. I, I'm a, I became a, this is the best audience <laughs> oh, I've I ever know. had. It's, it's phenomenal. Guys, I hope you ought to put the laughter on the air. Well, they this, can hear him. Okay, and they're good. Yeah. Um, you know, I fell in love with her with the uh, What the Fuck You Do With My Money video. Okay. Did okay. you see that one? I don't know that one. I'm we sorry, gotta, I don't know that can one. Can we play that one? You guys find it should be easy to find. It's just Cardi B and taxes. And oh, she, yeah. We don't oh. have internet yet, but oh. we will soon. Oh. Pretty soon. Well, look, all you all look up Cardi B and taxes. Yeah, and, and she talked about McDaniels, too. That was yeah. pretty great. She's so funny, man. She's but, so funny. What a yeah. wild and nefarious life. Yeah. I know. If, uh, if I were a betting man. Yeah. Um, peace and love and peace and love i say <laughs> yes. this and yes. if any of you are stern fans out there i'm imagining there's a little crossover <laughs> a little with, with that organization um uh peace and love is something that uh, ringo Starr said in a, in a <laughs> rare moment of uh aggravation yeah i will not be signing <laughs> autographs peace and love yes. peace and love peace and love you assholes yes. peace and love <laughs> um i'm gonna guess that that there's gonna be a little bit of a something going down in flames Sooner than later before Cardi B. And I'm With a fan. Cardi B. Do you mean psychologically? Yeah. Something. The, something well, or something. You know, too much, I've, too much, too yeah, much going on. Well, I've heard you discuss this. And you, didn't you write a book on the nature of celebrity and social media? I, well, kind What's of it? as part of it. Yeah. Celebrity narcissism was really Right. Book, and, yeah. But in your book, you mentioned how back in the day, the studio would protect the talent. Meaning, oh, yeah. you know, if, you, if Marilyn Monroe was a narcissist or bipolar. Drug addict. Or drug, yeah. You didn't know. You but nowadays, know. hey, they can do it. The, the celebrity can undo themselves. Well, it's even it's even worse than that now. Howard Stern was talking about this the other day. He said, uh, "Can you imagine Mick Jagger having to do? Oh what, my God, having to do you know Ugh. Instagram like Cardi B right, does? I mean, right. what would you what would that be? Oh, I know. Led Zeppelin. Here I am. Whoa. I know. So, what do you think is yeah. going to happen to Cardi? What's your prediction? I just see a crisis coming. <sighs> Some sort of meltdown, explodega, something. Because you can't up. be this famous this fast. Is it's that what you're not thinking? Not even that. It's the it's the you know kid and money and touring and I'm gonna bet some substance gets in there. No. I'm going to bet. And her history with trauma and stripping and it just all does... It, you don't go through life like that. Humans need simple lives. Yeah. This, this show will not be about that yeah. just for the, for the record. <laughs> That's not what this one's about. And so when you when you get too much craziness going on and trauma and acting out in all kinds of ways, a crisis hits. Well, Something hits. Yeah, so it's going to come to a head. Now, do you think... Because she shares an awful lot. Yeah, and everything. Ev- her, her too much. Her breathing pussy. We haven't That's answered right. the, the tight jeans <laughs> question yet. Oh, right. But sorry, one more thing before before we answer the tight pussy yeah. is... What, it wasn't so, the tight pussy, it was the tight jeans. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So do you think that... Well, the, the oversharing, I mean, what's that? Lack of boundaries? <laughs> What's that, yo? Yeah, <laughs> yo. What's up with her? Come on, Dr. I, Drew. You smart it, and it stuff. Is, it, we, it is... <laughs> It has something to do with what what goes under the general heading of the coddling of the American mind. Yes, which is I just to, to, got yeah, into this. Go Jonathan Haidt and his mm-hmm. stuff. Excellent. Yes. Uh, too much screens, too much feeling as though you can project yourself out in the world, too much uh-huh. narcissism, not enough intimacy. And and it's somehow the your existence has to be projected in the world or you don't uh, exist. Barf, yeah. And I, I don't know yet. We don't really know fully what's going on here. It's happening as we speak. 
So yes, yeast infections and oh, and hemorrhoids mostly start. what I worry about. Hemorrhoids. Well, you, those things go right on, you know, right on your culo. You can your culo. Interesting. Thank We're you for the Spanish. Also multilingual. On yes, the show. we are indeed. Yes, and, yeasties. What about UTIs? Yeah, UTI. It would be a. <laughs> oh, why is that funny? Really they're like an you. easy audience. Because they're children. Yes. They're children. Uh, well, that makes them good audience. Um, <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, uh, UTI. Yes, maybe because you're rubbing that whole area and that right. pushes bacteria back up in. And yes, so UTI. For, right. Usually not a young person thing so much, but uh, if you're older folk, yeah, you can get that. So don't wear tight jeans, guys. Bumpy penis. Hi, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Drew. Uh, I bumps in my penis that developed when I was growing <gasps> up. They never heard or caused issues with sexual partners. Uh, I have got an STD check and it showed negative and everything. Just curious, what are these small bumps? Let's get physical with medicine. Thanks, Dr. Spencer. <laughs> Dr. Spencer? It's, no, this guy can't be. Thanks, Dr. Spencer. Uh, oh. The importance of punctuation. Yes, thank you for reading my provisional reading. Uh, so... Uh, these, he's been checked for STDs, so that's good. Now I know that it's not herpes or warts or anything like that. So what they typically are, are pearly penile papules. Wow. Just yes. blew my mind. I've never heard of that. Four day spots also, but those are pigmented and he doesn't say pigment. He said these sort of, you know, these things that are just noticed in there. Yeah. Pearly penile papules. You know, uh, to our peanut gallery, when we get internet, you're going to put up pictures of these things for me <laughs> when I talk about it. <sighs> right away, Cause doctor. Because if, if you just look up pearly penile papule, pearly you get these, they're usually kind of papules. symmetrical. They're uh -huh. sort of around the tip a little bit, typical, though not necessarily. They can also grow on the base. And they're just these little, they're essentially clogged um, glands. Essentially. Painter glands. Penile glands, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, they look like little warts sometimes. Mm. And so people get very concerned they have warts, so. Well, good for him for getting checked because from what I understand, a lot of young gentlemen yeah. don't often go to the doctor. They're like, I got these bumps so well. Males generally don't go to the doctor. Oh, we, we we have, oh, you got something to tell me? About no, Tom? no, he's Mr. he's Segura? good. Okay. I, I married somebody who has very good self-care. Which is weird. What's wrong with that? I know. I know. We're going to find out later. On. I can't wait. Uh, make mental note, gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> but boys don't get checked out. Well, men don't. Men, men, we have this, it's just like looking for sound, looking for directions. Same exact mindset which is it's gonna it's either gonna kill me or it's gonna go away so if, <laughs> if, it, if it starts God. to kill me then i'll go but if it goes away i don't worry about it yeah and that's why people get tertiary syphilis <laughs> right, oh, right there what's tertiary syphilis? well this it, syphilis starts as a a shaggy ulcer painless typically on your painter wherever you touch somebody else's stuff uh, -huh. uh, uh -huh. it happened on your mouth it can happen all kinds of places <sighs> and uh and it goes away after about a week or so and so men just go phew go on but yeah. then it can go back as secondary syphilis which is a rash mm -hmm. and that's a little more serious and then it can do then it goes away again mm. and then it can come back as tertiary syphilis where it's infecting your brain well, that's what nietzsche had right uh he had something like that but thank yeah. you for saying that because because who who taught you that? Teach you that in I'm England? A philosophy major. But in England, they teach you that. No, or? America. Okay, because Mark. most philosophers go. He was so distraught by the death of God that it drove him crazy. <laughs> no. It's like no, he was Syphilis. hitting a psych. Yeah, he was trying to eat a yeah. horse or by talking horse to the horse or something. Or something. Yeah. yeah, that's encephalopathy. That's a brain disorder. Yes, please. and yeah. he hated women. He hated his sister, is what I heard. Well, that was before the encephalopathy. Yeah. yeah. Well, he just hated women because he lived around all of them. All that's the time. right. Well, <laughs> yeah. Bras. Am just... I right? Okay. Okay. Chicks are dumb. Okay. <laughs> Can I ask you one question? Is Medical? this my show? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Her herpes. Yeah. You can still contract it if you wear a condom. Yes. It's it's uh if you wear a condom and take Zovrax, it's not likely. Okay. It's very unlikely. Okay. I'm sorry. And so so it, it and it's it is terrifically common. It's a lot of it out there. 
and a lot of people don't know they have it or mm. don't or figure it out much later because it's pretty mild in most cases and people just kind of they like man we just got it's gonna go away i know it and it does <sighs> and uh and then that's that and then you know doesn't go away doesn't go away it comes back but usually gets it usually gets better as you age that kind of thing okay so but it's, sorry it, again the, the, no well the reason um when i first started getting involved in radio i i was not one of my sort of initiatives was to sort of teach people look at the skin rash it'll go away don't freak out no big deal there's this other thing coming this was 1984 mm. there's this other thing we're we call it we used to call it grids we're now calling it aids acquired mm. immune i mean literally that's what i was telling people i said that you have to worry about mm. that's a serious illness and uh no one was talking to young people about it no that's thus i got behind a mic that's well and it. it was believed to be just the gay disease right well, no, I mean, that was the sort of public discourse. I, I, I knew better. I was, a, I was a fourth year medical student. I knew better, right? And wow. so I just thought people needed to talk to young people about it because they were not talking about it. It was, it was a weird time when you didn't talk to adolescents about sex and relationships. Yeah. And then, the, and then it went the opposite route where there was such hysteria surrounding getting right. HIV and AIDS right. that by the time I got into college in the early 90s, I was petrified to have sex with anybody. Right. Everybody was going <laughs> to have it. Yeah. 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 Everybody was well. scared. So it, it became like reefer madness a little bit. Right. And, and then people backed <laughs> off that and went, well, now I'm not going to believe anything you guys say. And that's kind of where we're at now. Where kids aren't yeah. using condoms. Mm -hmm. I've heard you discuss this mm -hmm. before. Mm. Well, let's go to voicemail. Let's hear a voicemail here. What do we got here? Hey, Dr. Drew. This is Dan. Hey, Dan. Um, quick question. My wife got molluscums uh, around her naughty area, and uh, we've done everything else besides have sex. Uh, it's just kind of getting boring. Um, should I just give in and accept that I'm going to get molluscums too or just figure out a different way? Any advice would help. Okay. I'm sorry, uh, what is it? Nordstrom's? <laughs> like it says molluscums. What? Molluscum. What is that? Molluscum contagiosum. It is, uh, it's a little virus. It causes these little, sort of looks like zits, except when you scrape them, a little hard knot comes off, like a little, little nodule comes out of them. Okay. They are a big nothing. Oh. Uh, you said it's your wife. Uh, why don't you share with her what the hell difference it make? I'm right. a little weirded out that, and usually they control it by just the doctor just kind of burns them off or scrapes them off, and that's the end of it. They so it's more. it's not it's gonna, a nothing. Just it's, a, it's a nothing burger. Oh. So you have sex with your wife. You did say wife, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, cool. Is there another voicemail? Got something else? Hi, Doctor Drew. This is Charles. Sometimes, if I haven't masturbated in about two weeks, when I take a dump. Uh, and I push really hard, jizz will come out of my penis. What? I don't feel the ejaculation. The yeah. jizz just comes out. Yep. Yes, is that does. normal? Should I see a doctor? Thanks. No, not necessarily. Because here's the, here's, all right, I'm going to give Christina a little anatomy, I love physiology it. lesson here. Okay. It's not funny yet, gentlemen. God, not everything. I'm was, so excited that you're talking. I love you're this. Laughing at. No, okay. I love so, it. So people, comedians like to use your testicles as though there's some sort of like a reservoir that squeezes and test, you know, ejaculate comes out of it. Right. Okay. The or, testicles that sit in the, in the scrotum is, is a, is an organ right. with, and it's, and it's an organ that just essentially produces sperm cells, mm -hmm. not semen, sperm cells. Right. Right. And those cells, those billions and billions of little cells make their way up the vas deferent and, yes. and get dropped in little by little into the semen. Okay. The semen is made by the prostate gland and it collects in something called the seminal vesicles, which sits under and behind the prostate gland, these, these reservoirs. 
And if those are all full up, well, guess what's right next to the seminal vesicles? Your boner? No. Your rectum. Oh! <laughs> you see? So when the stool goes through the rectum, right. it pushes against those vesicles and a little bit of semen leaks Whoa. out. How about that? So- it could also be, it could also be that, that the prostate is so irritated that there's a lot of sort of activity going on there. Okay. And so that too can push a little. So what you're telling me out. is poop pushes the cum out. That's what I'm telling you. That's a huge revelation. Farts do not push the poo out, but poo pushes the cum out. You got it. Can we, that's that's can, the can clip. We, can we diagram this? Whoa. Shall we diagram it? Yeah. Let's diagram it. So thank you. We've now made the first episode worth our time. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. God, that was the best moment of my yes, life. So good. Uh, uh, is that it for the voice messages? Yes, that All is right. it for the voice messages. All right. So uh, are we going to take a uh, break before we come back with the clip? Should we do that? Sure. Yeah. Let's All take right. a quick break. A quick break. And we'll be back with crazy clips from your mom's house podcast. Oh, after this. <laughs> And welcome back to Dr. Drew After Dark, uh, the the premiere episode, the uh, inaugural episode uh, so with my exciting. dear guest, Christina P., who for whom, because of her, we are here today. So oh, thank you for that. And Tom Seguera. And, and Tom Seguera. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's part of the deal, too. Uh, and this is segment two where we look at the crazy clips from your mom's house. So let's get right to it. Hi there, guys. It's Pete again. And I'm here to do a little video. I wanted to use this butt vibrating toy that I bought, this new one. And I thought I'd try that in. And then I also wanted to try this double-ended um, fuck sleeve that has these like massive bullets in them. Bullets? Oh, like just, vibrating bullets yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah. He and a buddy. Why did you call it? During the break, uh, Christina, you called him Terry. Right. That's the name that we've given him. I don't feel he's born a Pete. He looks more like a Terry. He if you does look, look like him. a Terry. Yeah, or a, he's or not a, Pete. Yeah. Jim comes to mind too. Or sure. Something. Yeah, but sure. not Pete. <laughs> but first, I'm going to try and get this in my butt and then um, turn it on. And it's even got this cool little um, remote control. And let's just see what happens, okay? Oh, what do you think? It's got a nice texture to it. I think it'll be easy to go in. Uh. Ah! It's a nice built-in cap frame, which I thought was kind of cool. Do I have to hear that? <laughs> right. Ah! Right. Right. Oh my God. What, wait, what part do you like the best? The sound. <laughs> of the, the, Whatever that was, I don't yeah. did not need to hear that. I know. I feel the same way. No, you oh. don't. You put and brought no. me here to Look hear at his it. face. Watch his face. But don't look away. Kind of a good look at it. Head uh. <laughs> so it may take me a minute. He's got to look to the other way. <laughs> What's he doing? He's Get putting in. stuff in his butt. I haven't had I anything in my butt since my last uh, butt toy video. Uh. Oh. Here's what my here's, stop this stop this my, my my fascination with this guy is he yeah. believes he's doing a community service. Thank you. This is like thank like, you. Oh, here I am trying out this new Porsche 911. Everybody, right. it's like oh, and today I'm putting a butt plug in too. I was like, right. these are just I'm just a product analyst. Right. He's like, well, I'm just making a chicken cutlet now, today. On one, <laughs> like no on, biggie. On one hand, I'm like good on you for right. sexual practices and taking care of yourself and stuff. But I'm so freaking creeped out. I almost want to. I can't stand it. Well, thank you for saying that because. Because Tom liked it. Loves this. Oh, my God. This is Tom's new BFF. Just so we know, 
cancel Tom as a guest. I can't handle it. I cannot handle it. I can't handle it. Well, can we talk about Terry in terms of what you just said? What is going on here? Is it a healthy sexuality? No, I believe that he is a serious loner. Like if he's going to have sex at all, it's going to be with a prostitute. Wow. And what I'm trying to figure out is gay or straight. I can't figure that out. I'm not sure. No, I, cause I, because I think he's all over the place. It's one of those guys. In pansexual, if every, you're whatever. Yeah, every mm-hmm, sexual, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the only people that he's having sex with is prostitutes. That's my better strip club or something. Now what? And what so, would... so to me, I get sad when I see guys like this because I think so this is I, like yeah. his only way of like relating, and this is his way of having connection with people. And ew, ew sorry, so accurate. Yeah. Now, how many things can you put in your butt medically? Like, what's the limit to things you should be putting in your butt? I just, I cannot be, it's not like the vagina. It's not as no, stretchy. No, it's not meant for that. The vagina is meant for a baby's head. Yes. It oh, is yeah. designed for that. You've Don't been I know. Through that. <laughs> and it goes back to normal again, pretty, yeah, more or less, pretty enough. much, sure. pretty much. I mean, okay. compared to if you did that to an anus. Correct. Where things would tear, the muscles would tear. So, I mean... It's designed for stool, and even those, you know, there's a little limit to how much that should, the diameter that should be. Let's say about the okay sign. Is this I is think, the right amount for I your browns? The okay, the okay sign is the limit. I mean, you didn't the, say the, the the girth. You're saying for a brown. I think should be... the okay sign about it. I think <laughs> I think the okay sign. <laughs> I think the okay sign. So if it's any larger than the okay. What is brown talk? I have not been included. We're you're in it right now. Okay. <laughs> We're doing it right now. Okay, thank you, thank you. Um, so so you're saying that anything going into your bum bum should probably be. Either way, I think what comes yeah. in and goes out should be about the same thing. <laughs> I don't think there should be a difference necessarily. Sure. I think the okay sign is about, and and you can, you can test the limits of the human experience. I know many do. Oh yeah. But uh, just understand, I think the okay sign is. Okay. Okay. And nobody accused me of making any kind of racial whatever. But as soon as you, you, what do you mean? Oh, you don't know that the people make accusations every time somebody has an okay sign, no, or a three points shot. You're you're a racial supremacist or something. Jesus, no, I'm not even. I, I'm not even. Not even. <laughs> the only thing I know the, politically anymore about myself is I'm not a racist. Yeah. And I have no idea what else I am yet. I'm lost in, yeah. the, in politics, but I know I'm not a racist. I know. No, that. no, so, I didn't think you were. But. I'm not racially perfect. I have to watch myself all the time. You know really? What I mean? We feel... What I think all of us do. I think your biases? All, I think all of us have to like... If, if there, there Check are, your privilege, Dr. Drew. Checking my privilege. I, there, there, I've been studying the history of the Civil War, both the lead up and the aftermath lately. And it's helped me with some of my blind spots. Really? Yeah. I think I, we all have blind spots and we owe it to our countrymen and our peers uh, that have not been treated properly, uh, that we do that. We study that. That's very accurate. Yeah. Uh, I, however, I'm so self-obsessed. I don't know. <laughs> well, you're a comedian. So I'm not gonna be able to have this conversation with anybody <laughs> anymore. There's other people. Yeah, I know. What, what is that about, about comedians that they, they're all like that? Well, I think cause we're so messed up. I, I'm just trying to get through the day and take care of my kids. Well, you know we'll get, mean? we'll get this. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, go sure, more, sure, more sure, videos. Sure. Are we done with Terry? I think enough I Terry. Know. Uh, I mean, we have more if you want. You, Terry, I want to see somebody else. Bring Terry back for Tom. All right. All right. Well, uh, we'll find Tom. Tom's, uh, well, it's Tom's Tom, look, it's Tom's favorite video. So the finale is for Tom. Oh no, no, please do. Actually, I'm sorry, but please bring the last bit of this clip. Just pull it up and let him. Yeah, I do want to see what he's talking about. I'm gonna try out the sleeve now. And like I said, I'm really kind of disappointed that this won't be vibrating too. But I think with this thing going off in my butt, disappointed. Um, it's gonna be okay. And this has some really weird knobbies on the inside there. Ew. 
Oops. Oh, no. It looks like a monster from like Alien or something. <laughs> yeah. in the movie. Yeah. The mouth of Open Alien. Open in one hand. Oh Jesus. Whoa. You, you, Whoa. Ow. Ow. Huh. It's pretty tight. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. Oh yeah. Damn it. Oh fuck it. Oh fuck fuck. Uh, fuck fuck fuck. Ah. Oh. That's the worst part. Oh. <sighs> He likes it. it. He likes it or doesn't like it? He likes it. <sighs> Damn it. So I think that's what you call a ruined orgasm because I didn't want to come and it felt really good and that thing buzzing my butt just sent me off and I wasn't expecting it. So I want to try this again with he the He ruined his orgasm. I ruined uh, my soul. I know. I know. Thank you for I that. I know. And how Why did I have to see that? At <laughs> least I have with Tom knowing that it's some special moment for him, that he loves it. It, it would be meaningful. You're just torturing me with I that. Know. Here, here are some reactions for you to analyze. Okay. There's no end to how many <laughs> cool guys are out there. All right. I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they they no. do. Hi there, cool guys. Shit. It's Pete again. And I'm here to do a little video. <laughs> no. I wanted to use this butt vibrating toy that I bought, this new one. And okay, I, I got thought it. I'd try it again. I got it. I've oh, seen so it. I wanted to try this Enough. double one. Damn it, blue band. He, look, he's stroking his hog no, as he's talking. It's, it's Christina's so reaction. annoying. Is Christina's reaction there? Oh, there we go. Here we are. No. They didn't send any batteries. What's his so hand doing? I don't want it. Uh, Stop the damn video. I cannot. Thank you. You were tortured by your husband. You tortured me. How does that work? Is that the way this works? And he's getting the last laugh. I'm gonna vomit. I'm gonna vomit. Always. I'm gonna vomit too. I know, I know, I know. But I wanted to ask you about the ruined orgasm. So he does that happen he, in real he, life? Men, men like to, you know, delay as much as they can, okay. and then uh, you know, do it on their own terms. So it's just thing. a premature. He's just saying. just not. It, it got away from him. <laughs> <laughs> the orgasm that got away. Oh, poor Terry. Oh my God. Boo hoodle hoo. What is next? What is next? Okay. What sort of torture do you have for your next? Oh no, no, I mean that was that was what we wanted you to watch. Oh, that's yeah. it. Oh, that I thought I thought clip. you said there was five clips in there. Five. Oh clips no, five clips of Terry. Of Terry. Oh, five versions of Terry. Yeah. Uh, well, Thankfully, thank God. That was enough. You're smart. You got it. I, I, <laughs> you didn't need to see it. How did your mom's house happen? <laughs> what do you mean in general? I mean, were you guys sitting home watching shit like this? And, yeah, and yeah. And then thought, this is funny. We yeah. had to share it with the world. It did. Actually, it started with this Gigi Allen documentary called Hated. I don't know if you've ever seen it. No, it was Todd Phillips' watch. first film. Yeah. And it's about Gigi Allen, the punker, and he was completely mentally ill and he would mm. shove like bananas in his butt mm. at shows. And Tyler and I just started laughing so much. And uh, we, we would see these dark movies together like and just what, laugh. Name one, name one. Like what? It was, was that shark movie? No, there was some movie where someone was getting killed. I'm trying to remember. Tom will know the movie. And you saw. start cracking up. And we both start laughing. And this is like second date. And we look over oh. and we're like, second we're date. Love. Yeah. Oh, but but did, did you immediately say we should share this with the world or? Oh, no. It just it started just as a knew, sensibility. Okay. And then every, the horrible things made you laugh. Yeah. And then we thought when we started the show and we thought, well, this is what we like. Maybe there's people out there that enjoy it, too. And we didn't think anybody would. And then, but you know. you're like me. You don't. You know, th three seconds of Terry is sufficient. It's enough. And yet, your husband likes to torture you with yeah. ten minutes of it. Yeah, yeah. No, he's crazy. He he watches serial no, killer no, shows. No. Uh, no, all he watches. No, no, no. You, yeah, I'm, what I'm trying to get at is. Okay, go ahead. You don't really like watching these things. No, it, sorry, not Terry. Ye so Terry oh, oh count. I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. 
Right. Terry is sort of right. over the top. He wasn't something that you guys yes. formed your love around. Can I tell you, I, I, I do know what, what I like about crazy people and yeah. watching these things. Yeah. Uh, because I grew up, my mother was a borderline, mm. borderline personality disorder. Should you explain to people what that is? <laughs> you should explain it. I, I lived it. it. I'm it's, still traumatized. It's people are highly dysregulated, very unstable sense of themselves, yeah. uh, unregulated aggression and hostility. A lot of anger. Uh, yeah. Hostility, yelling, yelling, yelling. And, um, yeah, chaos in relationships and fear of abandonment. Because oh, the classic yeah. statement is, I hate you, don't leave me. Oh, so true. Yeah, it's like she was a porcupine. Like mm. I would went, go to hug her and it was... Uh, everything's black and white too. A lot of black well, and white thinking. And, and by black and white, she means it's all this way or yep. all that way. And you flip back and forth. It's called splitting. She's yes. all split inside and she splits other people and, oh. and lo- distortions and lies that they believe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Paranoia, yeah. severe paranoia. So she, and and yeah. people suffer with borderline. They, they suffer. And it's treatable now. We can really kind of deal with it. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. But the problem is a lot of times people that have it don't seek treatment from what i understand and, it, and it's not uh cheap you know you got to do yeah. real treatment so it's yeah. pretty aggressive and it's a dialectical behavioral therapy for those that are interested yes yeah so go ahead so anyway so mom, mom is that uh so dad's an alcoholic for, destined for a career in comedy <laughs> a number just, one and, yeah uh, marrying comedian we're going all the yeah, way of course <laughs> full throttle man and my wiring is such that i had no other choice but i'd either be in porn or in show, uh, like a uh, comedian. Do you know it, what I'm well, saying? You said that with such clarity. Explain why it's that <laughs> way. You know what I mean? Well, Seriously, I've always wondered, I've never had anybody really cop to it quite like that. Oh. So why is it that way? Well, I mean, the only way I got attention from, I was very, I was always compliant, right? I never had a voice growing mm-hmm. up. So I have, now I have this incredible need for, to be heard and mm-hmm. to be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that's what I got rewarded for was being funny growing up. And was there a moment at which you, I think we're going into the last segment here was the deep dive. Right? Yeah, yeah, let's okay, do it. We're doing it. Bang, we're going deep bingo, dive bingo, in, in the comedian. It's Christina P. Everybody. Yeah. And when you first got addicted to it, would you remember the first moment when the applause or the laughter or something like Oh, the validation. Here's, here's the funny, people always say that I've heard that like, well, they, you're, you're the high of, of the approval. Yes. There's that. And back in, what I don't know, was it 2003 when I started? But there's also the suffering, which I really enjoy. That's really what the trouble, that's the truth of it is to stay with stand-up. To start it, you go for the approval, to stay with it through the the torture of it, staying in shitty, scary motels, yeah. being especially as a woman doing the road, you got to be really cray-cray looking <laughs> for that approval. But yeah, I'm looking for approval. I want my mom to tell me that I'm good. I want my dad to tell me that I'm finally good. Um but I'm oh, sorry, but the suffering is sublime. That's really what it's all about. The the push pull. And that's where the uh, that's goth, where I stay. The goth thing came in. Oh yeah, so dark, so yeah. dark. Oh, I was so depressed. Well, I mean, look at that's a normal reaction to an abnormal childhood, right? Sure, but but yeah. the goth thing is is the suffering thing. Oh yeah, yeah it's I not loved just it. the depression. It's the it's the it's the making suffering a style. Oh, it was so good yeah. too back then before Hot Topic. I'd really work for that too. Like go to Melrose and Some go. weird crosses hanging off your ears. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Black hair, blue yeah. hair, mohawk, angry music mohawk. too. Yeah, Where it was very is, angry. Oh, gentlemen, picture. We need a picture. <laughs> I'll give you one. Oh, somewhere. gentlemen. Oh, it's so angry. But I think why I like these clips so much and uh, what I like about the dark side uh, is because I... I don't know what, this is going to sound really crazy, but I don't, I don't always know why people act the way they do. I'm fascinated by humans. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, but, but the, the outlying behavior is always revelatory. You always can, you get revelation from 
seeing extreme. Yes. All, you know, and, and I agree with you. People are fucking funny. Oh, they're great. At their worst, they're still funny. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. plus it helps me understand what normal behavior is because both my parents were completely not within range so of norm normalcy. And so you have trouble. Well, yeah. Like I literally, like I'd watch, I used to be, this is before I was in aggressive therapy, but I would watch movies with my husband and like somebody would be crying or have a reaction and I would have to go, why is that person reacting that way? I don't understand what's going on emotionally. Oh, so you're, you're a psychopath. No, no, <laughs> so, no, so, no, I just, I don't understand don't feelings. Understand, yeah, like, that's what psychopaths no, have to, that's psychopath They don't understand feelings that's and they have, to, they have to pretend to have, <laughs> oh, no, no. They have to pretend to have feelings. I have too and, many feelings. And, I'd say I'm very sensitive to some, I'm right, really sensitive. Right, but, yeah. you, but you can't track people's feelings. That's what it is. Yeah. I can't always go like, well, why would they, why? Yeah. Yeah. Is so it, I like the weird stuff because I'm like, oh, that's definitely abnormal. I know that. And I get amused by it. It's also a form of like, I don't know. I, I'm laughing at my mother too. And that's how I got back at her as a kid because I couldn't fight her because she was an adult, but I could, you know. That seems very adaptive. Get one over on her. Yeah. yeah. That seems really adaptive because yeah. you can't fight with somebody like that. You can't, but, but they are, they can be quite entertaining and <laughs> quite funny, you yeah. know, if they weren't being abusive, right? Yeah. And so it kind of keeps them at a distance. Oh, yeah. And I could mock her. I could do her accent perfectly and talk some shit, you know. Let's hear the accent. Okay. What would you like me to say? She was always getting into fights with, uh, like, wait staff. Like, we, if we get seated at a restaurant, this motherfucker sat me next to the toilet. I'm not a fucking piece of shit, you stupid bitch. Like, that kind of... She's always starting fights, like you said. Like sure, she's borderline, not a sociopath? No, she became... Um, well, she became... A schizophrenic later in life she lost touch with reality care the paranoia paranoia and then she became a shut-in and That's then by the time stuff. Yeah. yeah she no, just was completely she was detached hungarian hungarian Sounds so Russian. trauma oh yeah yeah but the trauma and both my parents had so much trauma just from growing up in a communist country yeah that they had no they had no hope like it was hope to have a kid oh my god with the only child yeah that must have made it even worse yes yeah, people are. Don't you want to be the only child? Like, not when no. you're crazy parents. <laughs> you, you, you get it all then. That's the problem. But so you, I spent a lot of time hiding. But your dad seemed like oh, hiding who you were, hiding who I was, and physically hiding. I yeah. spent a lot of time alone, listening to records, watching American television, like learning what American normal. Television. Like, well, because my parents are Hungarians, so like that's how I learned English and I learned what about how Americans acted. Was, Wait, I'm confused. When, yeah. when did you did you were you not born here? I was born in Canada, uh, but they they were uh, they escaped from Hungary in '69. And so they Canada. they were speaking Hungarian all the time. Yeah. Do you speak Hungarian? Poorly now, but yeah, what at a some great, point. Great, tough language. I know Whoa. it's terrible. It's very hard. Uh, it's but it's terrible to... that you let it go, though. I mean, you think you know, so? Yes. So fucking useless. I don't. Uh... Uh, Hungarians are smart people. I know. Ridiculous. Not me, but the other ones. Somehow it skipped over. All nine volumes of Saint Thomas Aquinas. <laughs> I don't know them. I don't know them all. The Summa? Yeah, you know, four of them, not four yeah. of them. Yeah, okay. Okay. No, but I did want to bring up trauma with you yeah. because I've been in therapy for like eight years now. Yeah. yeah. And I always thought trauma applied to big events. Like You can. There can be chronic trauma. I mean, having having parents like that is chronically <laughs> traumatic. And that's more that's more injurious, right? Because yeah. at least with a big event, there's a chance for resiliency and repair and stuff. Yeah. But if the the source of the trauma is the person that's supposed to be repairing you. You're screwed, right? Oh, man. Yeah. So I had that. Yeah. Let's talk about your I trauma. I had that too. So I had a crazy mom too. Yeah. Uh, and. What kind of crazy? Not that crazy, but in that flavor. 
but be it borderline uh, mixed thing with lots of yelling and in, <sighs> inability to be available for you know you have yeah. to be a perfect extension of whatever her needs were all the time oh yeah yeah and um and so for me the big uh aside from the extreme abuse emotionally <sighs> Uh, never good for the little boys when their mom is not worry. That's a uh, rough one. Yeah. Uh, in, in, yeah, I'm dissociated just thinking about it. So yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. You went there, huh? I, yes. Yeah, I know, man. Yeah. By dissociating, I mean like you sort of go kind of, you shut down, you go out of body. It's all this stuff. And, Which by the way, I didn't realize I had been doing that for a long time. You don't realize it just becomes your means of regulating. Yes. It's just it, whenever you have a known, that's why you couldn't track those feelings in the, in the movies because you're sort of disconnected from them right and so therapy so what i was going to say was before i dissociate was what i really didn't get was the rapprochement stuff which is the the, the refueling at mom and then going out in the world then refueling right. the going and coming no <laughs> no me neither man no none of that uh. and, and that's what therapy needed to be a lot of a lot of that and a lot of connecting to feelings right i'm sure you're doing the same yes. stuff and and when you come into therapy now how do you start your sessions it's all about me but what do you what do you start with um, I sit down and then mm -hmm. like, she's very tabula rasa with me. She does not let me. Perfect. And, she but, doesn't well, even let me. I'm like, Hi, how are you? Like, she's yeah. like, great, go ahead. Like, and I just yeah. ramble into whatever yeah. the fuck it is, is happening. And, and happening or is it all about what's happening? Feelings. Feelings. I'm okay. feeling good. That's, this week was kind of. That's the thing. That's yeah. what you, that's what I, cause before therapy, I bet it was kind of hard to do that. Oh yeah. So it's going to sound weird to normal people, right. but to have to go in and go, all right, what am I feeling? That's yes. a challenge for me to write. Okay, I'm going to figure out what I'm feeling and try to express it to you. And then they they create a space where they reflect it back to you and create yes. a safe space for amplification of it. So you have a talent therapist. That's good. They don't all do it that way. She's brilliant. How'd you find her? This woman saved my life. And I, if I may recommend, um, I found her at the Wright Institute, which is here in Los Angeles. They have sliding scale therapy. It's for therapists that are in the last hours of their uh, training. training. So the person that you see is supervised by the uppers, whoever. People, yeah. yeah. So your case gets looked over by several people. Yeah. And then when they go off to their private practice, you can go with them. Is that what you did? Yes. Yeah. And eight years in this woman has just saved my life. Good for you. Why, why did yeah. you go? Well, cause I was 34 or something around there and my mother was just torturing me. I remember I got off uh, the phone with her. This is when I was speaking to her and I just started crying and she, I, I had a stroke. I'm in the hospital. And then we go to the hospital and it's not a stroke. She just passed out at Lamps R Us. <laughs> and <laughs> I, so, I you, got we, you and Tom? Tom, yes. So you were together then. We were together. We just started dating. You're lucky that you could deal with a relationship. Well, yeah. And here's a, yeah. yeah. But you bonded around this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> These horrible yeah. videos. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? I'm surprised that I could have. And, I, and I, I was actually very lucky in love and I always had wonderful boyfriends and I didn't have shit dick. Well, that's because that's your dad sounded like a real good guy. I, I, he did. When I've talked to you about him before, I know he's got some shortcomings and I yeah. know he's an alcoholic and stuff. Yeah. But, there, but there's tons of people who are drug addicts and alcoholics that are really good people. Yeah. And I, think I, so he's I just get the feeling, up. I get the feeling he was sort of in that zone. He's a narcissist. He's a bit narcissistic. Like alcoholic narcissist. Though, yeah, right? yeah. But not, he was never like beating the shit out of me or no, telling and me. I bet he was a man. Of, I bet he had feelings and I bet he was. Yeah. yeah. He would get broody. You know, listen to Hendrix and the dark kind of weird shit. And I come home like, hey, now. But, um, but he wouldn't terrify me or anything like yeah. that. No, yeah. no. So that's what, so that was your, you had at least a decent model for attachment to a, a male Ye figure. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I, you know. And, I'm not, not perfect. I mean, obviously it's Tom. Tom. <laughs> 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 <I'm> just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it worked. 
So wait, hold on. So the trauma stuff. Oh, I was going to ask you, do you think there's ever a time when are you recovered enough? Because you're talking about you're like normal people won't understand this conversation we're having. Meaning, will or will not? No, you said you're like people listening to this. It's normal people. It's going to be hard. It's gonna, they, have, they have to listen carefully. Correct. Yeah. Because we're kind of also speaking in a therapy shorthand, but the little bit, the two of us. A little bit. I'm, try, I'm trying to do it though in ways that I know I've expressed it to people before that they can receive it. So. Right. So, wait, but, but I'm because because okay. So if you've you've got some trauma and you're in therapy, basically your brain, the wires are crossed, so to speak. It, they're, right? they're not there. So, so what happens is a part of yourself just is like left right? and you like unwire that part and there's a part of you going, hello, hello, hello. But you're, you're going, I don't, I'm done with that. I, 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 that part of me, that experience, I'm done with. The I'm negative with things, it. you mean the, the, the hurt. Whatever, Whatever. happened, the trauma, you just leave behind. Your, your cognitive brain goes, well, I don't think about that anymore. I don't have to deal with it anymore. But right. it leaves a dysregulated spot where you can't regulate your emotions and it's this injured part that's always look, needing attention. And one of the, my, my little pet theories is that's where the repetition compulsion comes from. Right. So it's, it makes you attracted to people in places that are just like the traumatizing individuals. So you end up reliving the trauma over and over again. Right, which you're is why you're attracted to these things. Right. Not that you want to repeat it; you're just attracted to those. It kinds feels of people. it feels familiar. It may not feel good, but it feels familiar. It feels familiar, but you're magically drawn to be around yes. these people. Well, that's what comedy is for me. That's yeah. what stand up is. I should Tra- be specific. Trauma. It is. So it's we're literally therapy you out of out of your stand up. Yeah. Career? Do, I, do I what? We're gonna therapize you out of your no. stand up career. Thankfully, I can always I can always access that fucked up part of my brain. <laughs> good thing it's always there. <laughs> but uh, but it's that push pull of the audience. Will they love me tonight? Will they hate me tonight? Will they love me? Will they hate me? Am oh. I validated? Am I not validated? Oh, I'm a so piece of like shit. That. I'm the best. Oh Jesus! No, I don't like it. It feels familiar. It doesn't oh. feel good. But I've you're attracted I've, to it. That's why I'm attracted. Thus, but, you live in the shitty hotels to, in order to deal with that. Correct. But, it, but also, the shitty hotels confirms I'm a shitty person. There you go. Oh, oh it's such a good loop. <laughs> um, but no, no, now my career's in a better place. I don't stay in shitty hotels. I do stand up very differently than I did. And we gotta, we gotta get you a little bit healed before these children are reared. <laughs> oh, <just> let <laughs> me tell you, I've already doubled up. Okay, on good. sessions i good. am there and make sure I'm they can't it. see these videos <laughs> oh just, yeah no no we're, yeah. we're it's all in the vaults okay. home life is very normal okay. but is I, there a I, time in, in therapy where so so the meaning that so the, the person who's in therapy your brain isn't isn't working right so you go to the therapist and now this person's going to kind of train you how to think mm, better in a sense right i reactions. would argue that's not good therapy what well, you also, you also the empathy and them. It's not training you to that. think. That's that's giving you the space to feel. Correct. And to connect. Correct. That's a very different thing. Well, that that's in addition sounds, to that's, that will sound weird to people. Yeah, and she may offer some advice and some feedback and stuff as you're talking. But as you right. said, as for the most part, she's just sitting there. Yeah, listening yeah, yeah. To you. But is there ever a time where you re- like are you ever recovered enough where you don't have to do that extra step? Like, okay, the thing no. happens. I'm dissociating. No. no, you always have the injury. Right. It just doesn't bother you as much. So like what you just did yeah. when you were like, oh, I'm dissociating and we're back. Like yeah, you yeah, just kind of go. It doesn't bother me. I, what, what happened days in the past, I'd probably have a panic attack on top of it or something or anxiety or something. Now it's like, oh, there's that old mechanism again. It's like, oh, God damn it. Interesting. I and can, you feel. regulate. Feel, feel whole, feel, feel regulated. Mm. Don't, I don't, wow. not bothered by it. I, I though did a Rorschach test. A friend of mine had me do a Rorschach because I was fascinated by personality structure and stuff. And God damn it, on the Rorschach, all of my stuff just showed up. Motherfucker. Yeah, and I'm like, God, I thought I was over this stuff. It's still (laughs) sitting there. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's just, your personality really doesn't change. Your personality is set by about the age of five. And there's parts of it that get into the act and become problematic, or they just kind of sits there. And the mind is now just kind of sitting there more. 
Yeah. Which is interesting, right? I mean, it's personality, personality is a separate thing than what we've been talking about, right? Who we are, our personality structure is, is a lot, a very complicated thing. And what's and that determined by? Is probably that genetics, yeah. yeah. And, and then some, some early stuff too, you know. Trauma. But the trauma, is, I think of the trauma less involved with, I'm sure it is involved with personality. Otherwise, why would you be a psychopath? But, but I, you catch that? I did, listening. but I was <laughs> hoping it wasn't directed at me. I was like, is he talking about psychopaths or me? I don't know where to laugh. So, uh, <laughs> the, the, I think it more in terms of the capacity to regulate emotions. We don't, yes. we don't, in our culture, in the United States, we don't think about this very much, is that we talk about mood, mood, good or bad, anxiety, yeah. yes or no. But it turns out there's sort of a more general thing called regulation. Like you can feel okay in your skin all the time. That's yeah, right? so my shrink talks about that. Yeah. And self-regulate. So, yeah. You can sell, you can regulate yourself. You can soothe yourself. You can tolerate emotions. You can connect to spontaneous emotions that wash over us and not be overtaken by them. Right. You can not be overtaken by other people's emotions. Right. At the all time feel them at the same time, which is. We are severe codependent too, which kind of absolutely, goes, goes and with and all this. and yeah. it, other people's shit would seep yeah, into me like crazy. Yeah, and so there's there's contagion of other people's shit, right? Which yeah. is somewhat normal. Which is like when you see somebody else suffering, you kind of is contagion. But I had this thing you'll relate to, which is it would just over, I would just be like, oh my yes. god, I, I got to help that person. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Oh boy. Well, what that really is is it's mobilizing my pain. Right. Therefore, I have to make it stop in them. So my so pain, you're comfortable again. So my pain gets better. But I thought it was their pain. So it, in your brain, you're doing this altruistic thing. In fact, you're just trying to regulate your own bullshit. Yeah, it's why so I know it's why codependency is a kind of narcissism. It is, isn't it? Because yeah. it's really about you. It's not about helping the yeah. addict or yeah. helping it, it other can people. Be. It yeah. can be if you have a boundary. And it's an asset if you can hold those boundaries, if you just learn how to sort of be present and not get overtaken and have to rescue and all this nonsense. That's nonsense. That's that's about you. That's not what that person needs. Right. So when you're treating people with addictions yeah. and stuff, is that what you have to kind of... Yeah. Well, that's why yeah. I needed I, I needed more... I knew I needed therapy because people... The borderlines were just wiping Oof. the floor with me, you know? And, and I was like, something is not right. I'm trying to help them and they are just clocking me they're just like <laughs> calling me at four in the morning and demanding things oh, and yeah. Then, yeah and if you don't do it you're the worst person in the world and it's like oh my god and so um yeah and i got very 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 good at being able to be present and feel all kinds of things and not be overtaken by it and know the difference between what was my feeling and what was somebody else's feeling right and that's huge too to someone that if you're like you know us. denied feelings yeah as yeah. a child then yeah. you're like, but that's a big this? asset it's a huge asset i use it all the time i mean oh yeah yeah well, I mean, I can yeah. do it to you, I suppose. Okay, let's go. I, what are I we doing? I, I, I'm trying to. What are you trying to do? I'm trying to feel. Oh gosh, feelings. Is your stuff like all in here? Is it all big knot in the stomach? Is that where no. a lot of stuff was? Uh, my oh oh sorry, early early, early yeah, stuff. Yeah, I would just get I would just diarrhea all the yeah, time, like stomach like, problems. I feel like I feel this like like knot. Tummy, tummy, in your stomach. Like ew. and then later because that's all anxiety, really. Anxieties right? in the stomach, and then I yeah. would get I I do this shoulders up. Uh, a lot of head tension, head and neck tension too. It's all cerebral for me. I'm very... And, and yet, uh, did you have a sort of a rich social life with your peers or something? Yeah. Huh. Very... I was very... Isn't that funny? And yet you were able fun. to pull that... Yeah. 
resilience like is what my uh, therapist calls it. Well, it's funny. It's <laughs> more than resilience. It's a skill. It's really a skill. And then again, yeah. it's back to comedy because that's a social interaction. Well, I had to read people growing up, right? Had to read well, what mom different. was doing, had to read what yeah. dad was doing. Y- 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 your mom would have been very, very difficult. That's that's yeah. the challenge, reading a borderline. But that's that's such a special skill. I, I'm not sure. But maybe they, what you did to entertain her to keep her... Yeah. Off her, not from off a rocker. Yeah, it's that feels very. Muscle, but the but what I'm feeling is that it was so much, so long. It was just so fatiguing. Yeah. Were you, you have fatigue all the all time? All the time. Yeah. Exhausted. Oh my god. Exhausted. And and yeah, after therapy but too, I used a, to be the, tired a lot. But this is the the, the stomach. I, oh. I know you got it, dude. <sighs> stomach. I wouldn't eat. I lost so much weight when I was a teenager. I was just smoking cigarettes. I changed. How do smoke. you? How do you? How do you deal with it now? Because it's still there a little bit. Oh, anxiousness and the, such. The stomach thing. I doing. do so much. I, I do Pilates. When I you're do around meditation. your kids, does it get in the way? Oh yeah, anxiety. Yeah. But there's there's yeah. a bit in the way. You know, like you can't mm. dissociate. Yeah. Mm. I know it's terrible. Mm. No, that's that's what I deal with. I I struggle with. I do it in therapy. I deal with that in therapy. I I did too. When you're with your kids too? No, in therapy. Oh, I know. I would dissociate in therapy. I, oh. I would. I would have times when I would go into like fugue states, and I, I would like not knew what happened. She go, "Okay, your time's up." I'm like, <gasps> <It's> like <gasps> "Wow!" So wait, yeah. are you supposed and, to dissociate? Well, in I don't therapy? know. I, I it was that was very powerful for me because I realized that those spots that I would just kind of drop into were like dead spots, mm. and I think they were a major source of anxiety for me. Dead and spot. and they just sort of filled in. They just sort of went away. I don't do that anymore. Yeah. A lot of people, when I used to do the show, That's Deep Bro, would write to me with issues of anxiety and depression. Those were like the top two things I would always hear about. Anxiety, depression, anxiety, depression. They're they're extremely common and they have many different settings. In other words, by settings, I don't mean this kind of setting. I mean the circumstance of depression, anxiety, infinite. They're just, they're just the, it's like, you know, fever. Depression is like fever or rash. Myriad myriad of different settings and, and God damn it. Have we bummed everybody out now? Uh, we, went, we went from Terry <laughs> to psychopathic Christina. Uh, <laughs> it's it's been it's we have we have covered a lot of ground. Uh gentlemen in the in the back room, do you have questions, gentlemen? Yeah. Um I'm all right. Did you know Christina was so fucked up? Uh I, I had a sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say this. I I think I, I advocate therapy. That's what I, my biggest thing. And when I talk about this, I always feel weird talking about stuff, but I, I don't know. I, I think, think it helps people. Therapy, I, that's why I talk about it yeah. too. It's like, look, we're all humans. These are common things. These are yeah. these brain, central nervous system phenomena. And in t- living in today's world, everybody's got some of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I think... I think something happened in this country after World War II or so, I don't know what. Yeah, they're traumatized. Yeah, and therapy uh, didn't come around until when? The 80s? At least. Really? Yeah, so yeah. our parents had no, no clue. No, no discourse about it. And they were all no. narcissistic and injured and injured <laughs> us. And, yeah. And so it, and then there's more immigrants that come over that are traumatized from, oh. from Vietnam. And, all. you know, we, we just, we're a highly traumatized population over here. Definitely. And just think about it this way in this country. Who are the nudniks that thought it was a good idea to get on a ship that they'd likely die on and, <laughs> right. and come to shore someplace where right. there's no, you can't, Psychos. no one survives. Yeah. The, these are the that's ones that true. came mostly. Oh, the booze bags. Yeah. Mostly that's who likes that kind of thing. The alcohol. Adventure. Yeah. And, or, then, or, and then amongst those nutty adventurers, they finally set up shop mm-hmm. here. 
the craziest of the crazy thought they'd get in a wagon and go west. True. And so you wonder where all the mass shooters are out here. Right. You know what go I mean? West. I think there's something to do with the, the genetics of all of us. Yeah, and, the, uh, the alcoholics. And then they might wrap their tour bus in a poster of themselves, shirtless too, and tour across the country. Did you know that Bert has a tour bus? No, we got to get him in here though. Oh, you got to set aside three episodes for Bert. Uh, you think I'm do. fucked up. I, you know, I, I invented Bert Crusher. <laughs> Do you know this? Let's tell. Let's talk you about it. You don't know this? I think you may. But tell, tell, was, tell the uh, audience. He was on Loveline, and he, t- and he. I don't know why he was on. He was, he was sort of as the big party boy from that magazine or something. Yeah. Like the, you know, he had this. He was declared the well, what the biggest, the biggest party in of, the country in the they, land. Or Van something. Wilder was based on him, right? And uh, Van Wilder just come out or something, and he was promoting some stuff. And he, we were talking, and he got into this story about robbing a train in Russia, the the machine, <sighs> yeah. and he'd never told it before. And I made him come back the next night and tell it again because I thought it was so crazy. And then he started telling it publicly. Say, you're responsible. Bert Kreischer was born. That's your fault. So I'm sorry to his <laughs> Thanks, wife. Thanks, Dr. Drew. I'm mostly. Oh, yeah. Leanne's got to Leanne, Leanne has got to be sainted, right? Oh, for sure. How is that? How? I don't know, dude. How's we should that? have her on here, too. Oh. Let's get them both. wives, yes. Oh, oh wives God. have to be even more messed up than the comics. Codependence, yeah, yeah, heavy, right? Yes, we'll if start with Leanne. She'd be good because yeah. she's very forthcoming and she's lovely. And oh, she's great. And we'll all feel bad for her. Sympathy <laughs> <laughs> built. Uh, okay, so uh, so gentlemen, are we wrapping things up here? Is there more to be said? No, we covered all the bases. Oh, Christina, awesome. you said it all. You said, <laughs> I said it all, <laughs> said man. It all. This yeah. is a privilege. It's a privilege to be here. Um, thank you for torturing me with the videos. I'm sure many more will come. Of course. And. Uh, uh, I'm so excited for this podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Subscribe. Watch us on YouTube. And send us uh, ideas, you know, if you want us to go yes. in a different direction or something. So the idea is, Christina tortures me with videos. <laughs> you send me your questions. We'll get some calls going eventually. And, and, call, and send videos in too, if you want. Oh, you send video okay. video questions and stuff too. I'll oh, anal- video questions. Or, or great video, idea. I'll analyze video also. I don't know if you want if you that. Yeah, video. send that to the email at drdrewafterdark at gmail.com. Right, check it Hey-o. out again. Or call with your voicemails at 818-253-1693. And uh, if you have advice, the directions you like to see the show go, I'm always interested in taking direction and hearing from you all. So we appreciate it very much. Uh, thank you to Tom and Christina. And um, again, review us at iTunes. Check us out at youtube.com slash your mom's house podcast on Fridays at noon when the video drops. I'll see you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.